Welcome to the Kinetic Belief Podcast. I'm Stephen Canyon, and I'm so excited to champion, encourage, and edify you every day right here. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Okay, so it's not what most people think, and you know, rarely is it. And business companies don't win big money contracts because they deserve it. They win them because they believed it. And by the same token, you know, people don't get promoted or win the big sales contract because they deserve it. They win them because they believed it. And if you take the attitude that nobody is going to give you anything, then you're going to be better served throughout your life and your career and everything that you do. Why? Because that's how the law of attraction works. You can bank the millions that you don't deserve. If you understand how kinetic belief works and the law of attraction works, you can become master of your own universe. And that's what we hope you will work at becoming by joining us today on the podcast. Hi, I'm Stephen Canyon. Oh, so glad to have you back with us again today for the Law of Attraction Kinetic Belief Podcast. Kineticbelief.com is the website. Kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com is how you get an email to us. Hello, Megan. Hello, hello, hello. How is it? It's really good. I'm so good today. I'm you are? excited. Yeah. One of these days, are you ever going to say anything but that? Absolutely not, because even if I'm feeling not so good, I'm still going to say I feel great because then it will manifest. Are you not feeling good? I am feeling good. Okay. So this isn't the day that you wouldn't feel good that you say you feel good. Well, you would never know. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> oh, that's good. You passed the class. See? Check. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm, I'm moving my tassel right now. I've graduated. Uh, you know, how about today's uh, uh, topic? Oh, I love it. You know, and not that I obsess over money, but I, I do enjoy talking about um, accessing money through the law of attraction because I was taught growing up that you better work hard. You better get that education. And by the way, they always told me I needed to go to college and then go to grad school and then get your master's. And I'm just thinking like, you know. It sounds like I'm going to be dead by the time I get enough education to even get a job. <laughs> There's so much confusion uh, surrounding <laughs> money, how it uh, comes, oh, what it's, it's about. Well, I mean, it's probably one of the biggest topics and also one of the greatest misunderstood things because you know what? I think people realize that life certainly can be better mm. if you are fully furnished where capital is concerned. Absolutely. And the thing that, you, that I've been getting most from these podcasts recently is that everything should be fun. You know, because I, I, I've made the mistake of having the jobs and doing the things for money and, you know, that, that just, I didn't enjoy it. It wasn't my passion. But all this should be fun. Well, it's amazing how many decisions are made based around and upon money. Yeah. Do we have the money to go on vacation? Do we have the money to remodel yeah. the house? Do I have money to get out of town? Do I have do money to get that cheeseburger To go to the store Wendy's. again or, or to get the, yeah. the, the chicken sandwich that everybody's losing <laughs> their mind Thank God it's only a dollar. <laughs> that was me at 19. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Well, we're going to overcome all of these yeah. things that really are not true. We're going to get down to the truth of how it is that money comes to you, what money is. And also, gosh, I love the title. I got to say, you know what? We're yeah. going to talk about banking the millions of dollars you don't deserve. Wow. Get away from the notion that, well, you know, I just don't deserve it or I've got to earn it. I've got to work hard. I've got to go to school, like you said. Yeah. And I've got to be really smart to um, somehow attract <laughs> or get or earn or have lots it, of money. Isn't that it? We're always taught to, you know, check these 25 boxes and if you check all the boxes then then maybe you'll be able to make millions or thousands of dollars uh, <laughs> maybe so this she'll is cool. maybe she'll go out with me maybe i'll go out with him <laughs> maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe 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 do you really have that much moolah <laughs> do i even want to give you the time of day oh my word i love those gold digger videos have you seen those where yes, like the yeah, guy pulls up crazy. in a lamborghini yeah. and 
and the girl is oh, like, yeah. oh, hey, how's it going? Basically, they're just tricking girls into, you know, so turning them down and then chasing after the car. But um, <laughs> but the point here, right, banking the millions that you don't deserve. All the decisions that are made based around the dollar or the pound, as it may be, wherever you're listening from. You know, <laughs> actually, I was thinking, you, just heard, you ever heard a couple of teenage girls in the airport just a few weeks ago talking about <laughs> having children one day and the topic, I think, came up about money or something. I wasn't oh, yeah. there, but you were telling me about oh, it. I was just in this really long line at the Denver International Airport, and these two really sweet-looking, maybe 13-year-old girls were having a conversation about money and, and even uh, children, you know, just the, the conversations we've all found ourselves having as, as adolescents. And one said, I just, I don't know if I'm going to have kids or not. You know, I just, I don't know if I can do that, if I'm going to want to do that. And, and she got quiet, thought about it for another moment and said, I don't think I can afford it. <laughs> oh, she's thinking. <laughs> she's thinking I can't afford. It's used about what fourteen oh, years yeah. ago. But she was yeah. processing. And, Isn't that amazing? But there's actually a lot of truth in that. I mean, you do actually need to afford, be able to afford. Your and you kids. know what? Maybe she wasn't talking about money. Maybe she really can't afford to have kids. <laughs> like, I don't have enough nerves <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Let alone in t- uh, thirty years. Mm. Oh, that's so. Gosh, funny. you know. And so, uh, by the way, I got to say, it is another amazing, beautiful day here on the ocean yes and uh, i love doing these podcasts from here and we've got this view you're looking out at the water right now yeah and if you are looking at any of our clips our video clips from from the podcast you can actually see it but it um it's a big picture window and right now it's a little foggy but the the sea is that perfect sea green and Mm. it's a little a little stormy today but um yeah just just sort of relishing this i don't know if i told you this but oh my goodness it was probably 10 years ago i was here at this lo- not in this this at this place. I was about a mile up mm-hmm. the shore. Okay. And with a friend of mine and we decided to go sea kayaking and we went out and I'm not kidding you, we went out several miles straight out into the ocean oh right word. here behind me. Yeah. And uh, in these tiny little little kayaks and he's in one and I'm in one and we're just out there and you can barely see the shoreline. In fact, some of these tall buildings that you see here um Oh, they were just tiny little specks on the horizon. We oh were goodness. out there so far. And um, we're just kind of, it's a, kind of a calm day, and we're just sort of cruising along and just paddling. And then something, well, I know what it was now, but at the time, something hit the boat of, uh, hit the bottom of my, my friend's kayak so oh hard that goodness. it rocked it up. It lifted it somewhat no. out of the water. Mm-mm. And it was a, it was an enormous shark. Mm-mm. We were out and, and these, nope. the kayaks that we were in looked like little pieces of cheddar cheese at that time. You know, they didn't until <laughs> you got a shark that's hitting the bottom of the, the kayaks. And, but it was about a mile up the, the beach oh here from, from where we are now. No, but, thanks. No, thank you. Um, you. Nope. Absolutely not. I'll tell you something. <laughs> I didn't know a kayak could go that fast. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's one of those those occasions where I don't remember getting from there to here, oh, but it was. You uh, were motorized all of a uh, sudden. Yeah, it was. It was amazing. There's anyway. no way I could go that far out in the ocean. I have trouble even like wading too deep. I'm not. I'm not adventurous. I'm an adventurous person, but not in the ocean. That's that's sort of one of the things mm. I don't I don't mess with. Well, I mean, the one time I actually waded out sort of far, you know, a, a 15 foot across manta ray comes. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot in there by. that you can't see, but. Exactly. Uh, um, and you're at the you bottom. should know they're in there. You're at the bottom no, of that food chain, by true. the way. <laughs> well, you know what? If you bank the millions you don't deserve, you can get into a big motorboat and not have to worry about uh, <laughs> kayaking. We'll, we'll get you out of the kayak, <laughs> yeah, That's Steve. right. So here's the thing. You know what? We, we come into the natural looking around to make uh, comparisons. And it's the first thing that we do. Even as small children, we're just, you know, big eyes and uh, holding the rattler. You're looking around and you're, you know, well, that's this and this is that. And then as we begin to grow, um, you, you start asking some questions as soon as you realize that you can, real, can realize you know, things like, well, who am I? Why am I here? And am I, am I the, that kind of guy or am, am I that kind of girl? And there she is with the pigtails. Why don't I have pigtails? Or the, you know, why can't I dribble a basketball like that kid over there? All those things. We use judgments and we covet what others uh, have or what other people are doing. And we, we, we even learn to compete to try to be better than, what, than the things that we are admiring. Or at least to be, become as good as that. Or we compete to try to take what others have that we've been admiring. So 
the fruit of all of that competition is the struggle with the the merit-based system that we have uh, we learn we come into the natural and we learn to adapt our souls to so here's the first breakdown this is the first problem that we encounter in the natural as we start looking around figuring out how can we compete I want that. I'm coveting that. And so in order for me to have that, I have to take that from you. How am I going to manipulate that out of your hands? Do I deserve it? Do I even deserve to have what it looks like you're really enjoying? So now this is all of a sudden, I'm creating the belief for this merit-based system all around me. And it becomes such a stronghold to the point that you even have a lot of uh, teachers out there teaching uh, how to become wealthy. And they begin the topic with, now, you need to deserve it, or you need to understand that you do deserve it. Please understand, grasp this now. You deserve to be rich so that you can begin attracting wealth. That is actually the wrong way to go about this, because you're still going back to the route that's an incorrect route, one that you've established as a a three- or a four-year-old that's merit-based, that's going to say, okay, you need to believe that you deserve, meaning that you have qualified even, even through this, the supernatural, just because you came into the natural, that qualifies you. Well, wait a minute. You're already missing the point because there is nothing that is required to qualify you that would make you, uh, make you deserve something that you're going to begin attracting. The problem with that is, as long as it's merit-based, you can lose it. You can all of a sudden switch over and... For some reason, it could be someone speaking into your life. It could be uh, a past memory that you, you've conjured up, and it somehow gets into your thought processes, and then all of a sudden it starts messing with your attitude of whether or not you deserve it, and everything comes tumbling down. So the, the fruit of all that competition is the struggle in the merit-based system. And as a result, um, all of us having this natural experience are missing out on who they are when we are staying in a merit-based belief system. And we, we go through the natural feeling like, you know, we've got to deserve the money or we have to deserve being healthy. Uh, we have to deserve having great friends, etc. So the, the biggest one thing that anyone must do in order to begin banking millions that you don't deserve, is to forget what lies behind in your life. Forget what your past experiences have been. Forget what they molded you with and told you that you were or were not. Forget all those things that have somehow defined you. Unbecome all of that. And then with the power of kinetic belief, that's the inertia of the belief system that you have, start moving forward to what lies ahead and forget all of that stuff that came from behind. I've got to tell you, I need this topic probably more than any other personally because my relationship to wealth and earning money, it's something that I'm constantly working to unbecome those bad habits I tend to, you know, as soon as I feel like I need to earn X amount of money or earn more money, I immediately, you know, sort of accidentally, it's just my default to start, to start thinking about ways I can earn the money, um, avenues or deals or people I can talk to instead of going straight to belief and then doing the action. And so this is something that I need to work on and I wanna, I wanna understand this so much better because I think a lot of times for us, belief and, the, and working the law of attraction is almost like a last resort. Like, you know, I've, I've gone into this situation and I've, I've tried all these different things to make money and it didn't work, okay, I'll believe for it now. So, mm-hmm. you know, getting here, right. making this our, sure. our, our sort of gut response to wanting to and aspiring to be rich is is vital and there is so much un, uh, unprogramming that needs to take yes, place for the yes. successful kinetic believer and law of attractor because like you're saying we all come into it um, thinking that i've got to find that right thing i've got to find just the perfect idea that's yeah. going to either attract money to me or like you're saying i start off working really hard to make this money it has to be the perfect idea and all of that stuff look first of all Money is relative to itself. There's no difference between a million dollars and one dollar, one you know, or a lot or a little. It's just it's all relative. If you can make one dollar, you can make a billion dollars. So that's that's the first misnomer is thinking that it's got to be 
some magical thing that's going to equate to a larger portion uh, over to a smaller portion. Because when you get into this, you get out of the merit-based system and you realize, you know what, you're here in the natural to be a creator and not a competitor. And you go back to the original source of who you are and that perfected idea of who you are. And you begin creating that and expressing that. And your, your life becomes impassioned by the things you were, you were put here to do. You'll never work another day in your life, the old adage, and you'll enjoy it and love it. But then all of a sudden, through the process of expectation and the power of kinetic journaling and all those things that we teach, you're going to begin attracting exactly what you're expecting financially. And you begin, like we said, banking money that you don't deserve. It's not merit-based. It is interesting that, as you know, what you were just saying, that it, it seems like this will get rid of a lot of the... Uh, excuse responses because for example in the merit-based system there are so many things to seemingly overcome that you could have a litany of excuses to never make a dime and feel pretty good about yourself but with the law of attraction you're just believing you're just you're just manifesting this out of seemingly thin air yeah those excuses are coming out of a system where you know what you are going to be victimized or you can be offended or you're going to be um uh, uh, you're going to fail based on the expectations either of your own fear-based ideas or something else that somebody's trying to put on you and you're getting away from all of that in other words you're getting away from the fear-based merit-based system of competition and you're getting over into the positivity of life the essence of who you are perfected the way it was meant to be and a creator recognizing and realizing there is more than enough to go around for all those that are willing to uh, to create and become who they're supposed to be so here's what happens a question do, do thoughts of your past seem to creep up out of nowhere and typically those that are creeping are creepy thoughts those are <laughs> fearful thoughts like when you remember when you failed, you remember when it didn't work out, or when, when daddy told you that you were stupid. You remember that? Those creepy thoughts, the fearful thoughts. Oh, yeah. We yeah. all have those. Most of us have those. So <laughs> those things that you believe were mistakes from, say, 10 or 20 or 30 years ago, those thoughts that you have, or, or maybe that you keep um, reliving the, the, the negative life experiences that left you hurt, over and over and over again and and you know you shouldn't and you just can't help it and you're, you're going along having a great day and then um, wham here comes this horrible memory of when you you were told you failed or you believed you missed the mark somehow well that's a good point because a lot of times those thoughts do pop up especially when we're trying to achieve something new or um, you know follow a new path in life Sure. And then, you know, another thing, another way that it develops and shows up is perhaps you, you're just finding yourself on repeat. You're going around the block again and again and again saying, I wish I would have, or if I only could have, I wish I had gone to school, I wish I had taken the job, or I wish I hadn't, or whatever it is. Those are warning signs, listen, that, that you're believing to create through condemnation, and that if you're going to get rich if you're going to become wealthy, if you're going to become a, a bank a million dollars, if you're going to do that, it is going to be based on if you deserve it and because something's just not right, then you don't deserve becoming rich. So that's that's how that system is entirely broken and it works against you rather than for you. If, if you think about your past mistakes and the negative experiences of your life a lot, or even if you don't intend to and you just, they creep in there and you just, you kind of bounce them around and you you harbor those for a while, your experiences are playing out in the merit-based viewpoint of deserving what you are attracting. That's a really great um, way to look at it, that you can actually see red flags and catch them that you're in a merit-based system. Because that's the biggest part, isn't it? You you find yourself so many times being out of belief and you're out of that, that really beautiful manifesting uh, flow and you don't catch yourself right. until you've been doing it for, you know, you've been wallowing for three days and you go, oh man, I've, I've messed this up. So those red flags, that's a big one. Yeah, look, you know what? If you get out of the merit-based system and get over into the creative, positive system of creatively attracting and kinetically believing to move forward to, toward what you are attracting... You can sell uh, enough pencils to bank a million dollars. You can sell enough automobiles. You can write enough poetry or write one poem. You can do whatever it is you want to do, and you can bank a million dollars. If you get out 
of the merit-based system. And that's what's so beautiful about manifesting power and kinetic belief in the law of attraction that, you know, the merit-based system doesn't account for um, what a lot of people would call chance or, um, you know, just those spontaneous things that happen. But when you're believing and you're expecting those things, it is amazing all the all the cool encounters that you're going to have and the ideas that are going to flow and that creativity. Um, and again, I see it as a flow. That seems to be a theme that's sort of pervading through all this. Oh, that's right. And, you know, somebody listening is going, now, wait a minute, I believe in a merit-based system because, after all, Stephen, I've been listening to your podcast and you keep telling me <laughs> that if I just think positive and, and I, I do good things and I only dwell on good things... Well, that's a merit. That's a good merit. And that's a system that I want to be in. No, listen, a merit-based system has two sides to it. Mm-hmm. It's got a good side and a bad side. That means that you are, you're juggling. You're double-minded. That means the possibility of failure exists because you still believe that you could fail. And so as long as that 50% is in the merit, then it is, it is a, a, there's a possibility that you're going to default to that and your house of cards will come tumbling down. So here's, here's what we're talking about. Recalling negative memories can leave you feeling guilty, leave you feeling ashamed, uh, and like you're just not good enough. I've never been good enough, and and just as soon as I, I'm I'm, I'm always ruining everything. You heard that person before. (laughs) Why doesn't anything work out for me? I just mess everything up. This is why you leave what's in the past in the past and press forward into your future. You are here to experience something new and something powerful in your life while you are here in the land of the living, completely apart from your past. But you have got to stop looking to your past in order to receive it, in order to manifest it, in order to be singularly minded toward the future and the good things that you are expecting to see. And we are expecting to see millions of dollars right now. In fact, today we're going to say $5 million. That's our baseline that you're going to bank because you don't deserve it. I love that. <laughs> yes, received. I received that. And the title of today's episode is Bank the Millions You Don't Deserve. So when you when you wrote that title and you say don't deserve, um, why do you think the the idea behind the word deserve is seemingly, it seems like you think it's toxic. Well, because again, it's just merit-based. That means you can fail. It means it's a double-minded pursuit that either is going to be positive or negative. That means you're going to have to do something. You're going to have to earn it. You're going to have to deserve it. Some, and that's also saying that you're going to uh, allow someone else to come in and say, congratulations, I think you deserve it, so therefore you can have it. And that's, that's what I was going to say, too, is it seems like this concept also gets rid of that mentality of me and, me, me and them. That's right. So instead of, you know, I mean, Bezos or, um, you know, any of the billionaires of the world, you can look at them and go, they're human. I'm human. I'm capable of anything they're capable of. That's right. You're not going to, uh, you're not going to require someone else to define you anymore. You're defining yourself. You have the final, you're the final authority mm-hmm. on the kind of life that you're going to live. So how do you do this? Know that condemnation is a thought form. Know that the judgment of other people's, be it either good or bad, let's say they're telling you that you deserve it. Well, that is a, a thought form that is being labeled upon you that you're receiving as truth about you. And so now all of a sudden that thought form has the substance that you're creating from a blueprint of, of it could have been your negative past or a blueprint of what they are saying about you. All of this as, listen, as a creator, like you were saying, Megan, you have the ability, you can live free of condemnation once and for all, forever and ever and ever. And that's the marvelous thing about this. So are you saying that, let's say somebody's sitting there and they have $16 to their name in their bank account. Um, and they can just literally start affirming that they have $5 million. And then what what happens when someone even starts saying that? Well, you're out of the merit-based system. $16 does not define you. No more than $5 million defines you. You know what defines you? You. You are the deciding witness. It's your agreeer that is agreeing with the original source that says, you know what? You can have the highest viewpoint of whatever thought form you can imagine. It, it, it isn't just mentally enough to uh, uh, it's not a mentally enough to acknowledge this truth because as long as you keep allowing yourself just to replay bad choices 
or experiences, even though you might be a mental agreeer and go, okay, Stephen, Megan, I understand what you're talking about. And yeah, I agree with that. I think it sounds pretty cool. No, but listen, you, it takes more than just acknowledgement. As long as you keep going back and allowing yourself to replay all those bad choices and all those experiences, I'm telling you, you're going to keep yourself spinning around on the condemnation round robin experience. Around and around you go. <laughs> I, have, I have to say, I really love the idea that you can sort of look back at your past or, you know, just look at the litany. Usually it's about 1130 as I'm falling asleep that I, I, you know, have this wonderful slideshow of every stupid thing I've ever done in my entire oh, life. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I think most people have that as they're falling just pop asleep. pop some popcorn and en- oh, enjoy yeah, it, Oh, yeah, you huh? know, just watch the, mm. the horror movie. But, <laughs> but I just love that you can sort of have those memories and know those things about yourself and say, that doesn't matter because I'm going to make this money and I'm going to be wealthy and prosperous even, even if I don't deserve it. I those, love that. Those experiences are not real. They don't exist. The only thing that gives them life form is your your imaginations. You continuing to uh, idealize those thoughts and you're giving them life and you're holding them to form. Mm. And the things that you're still imagining and thinking about from your past is absolutely constructing the day that you're living today. Look, here's the question. Are you ready to get off of that merry-go-round? Do you want to stop imagining that once and for all and stop replaying those images once and for all? Because here's how you do it. Take your thoughts of the past, take them captive, if you will, and replace those with positive affirmations. Positive affirmations are, are word forms and thoughts that you're going, to, you're going to write down and then you're going to revisit them every single day and you're going to put word form to those affirmations. Words are things. Words have substance to them and you are creating with the words that you're speaking. And so you take that, and and then when a a condemning thought from your past just crosses your mind, stop it dead in its tracks and go and speak out loud. You cannot think one thing while saying something. Stop it speak out loud and say, no, I don't live in the past. No, I don't live in the past. All things are new, and I have a a prosperous, guilt-free future. Guilt Guilt has a negative substance that's going to attract what is feared. It's going to create in your life. So you immediately begin banking the millions that you don't deserve by living fully in the present. And and you know what? I look forward to I look forward to what your good expectations are doing in your life right now. I'm looking forward to it and I know you should be and you're saying that to yourself. I cannot wait to see what my good expectations are bringing into my life. It sounds like this has a lot to do with habits that you're that you are getting rid of those bad habits, those bad thought habits of self and replacing them with with good thoughts and good habits, which makes me think too that this is, you know, habits seem to really shape our identity. And so that's how we're making this shift from getting rid of the bad self-image from the past, replacing it with the good one of the present and the future. Well, you know, those negative imagery, all of that stuff you were talking about, those are habits. So yes, yes, it's habitual patterns that we're going to develop that's going to change your life. Look, this is a daily effort. So we don't give up if the thoughts of your past don't immediately stop. you got to stay with it. Stay on top of this. Plus, look, look, you're in 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 a universe that's going to naturally oppose you. It's in opposition to you with the substance of an imagination that is opposing your highest viewpoint of positive thought forms. But now remember, it's always going to be what you say about it. There are, there's no such thing as a true victim. There's no such thing as someone actually being offended. It's like you have been victimized through offense. These are going to be choices that you make. It's up to you. You're the deciding witness. Why? Because you're a creator. You are empowered with authority and dominion, and your expectations create. So whenever negative source tries to show up in your night visions, if you will, with (laughs) reminders of all those past mistakes, turn on the night light of your guided journal and inform those night visions that, you know what, they've been placed on your do not imagine list, and then soon you'll not be receiving any more of those attempts at negative imaginings. Do you think that those bad habits can be completely 
replaced with good things and with good uh, instinctive habits by the end of the journal, by the end of the 100 days? Oh, I think uh, absolutely. you're well on your way. If you take, the, like, for example, our guided journal, the Kinetic Belief Journal, and after 100 days, it's a challenge that I've even put out there, you are well on your way to breaking those habits. However, this is a lifetime pursuit. It gets easier, but at first, yeah, you got to stay with it. You have to stay on top of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and as we're, as we're moving forward and we're just talking about you know, having these million, millions of dollars that you, you don't deserve, um, which I just love that. <laughs> I just can't get over that title. It's so great because it's just not, I like the idea that it's not based on your ability because any, I know that anytime I've thought about earning money, trying to make money, the first thing that comes to my mind is what I don't have. You know, I don't know how to do fill in the blank or I don't have a great idea. That's a negative imagination. Yeah. And that's one of the things that always you're going to be wrestling with. And until you do this, look, you You'll soon stop wrestling with the unction that you don't you don't have any money or you don't have what it takes or that you you know you've got to somehow deserve money in order to become successful. Your successful kinetic belief um, begins with the decision that you know what I'm going to leave the past behind and focus on the here and now and um, in my amazing future. That's all there is. That's all that exists. And so it doesn't again it doesn't matter if you're just selling a pencil. Because all of a sudden you're creative genius because you're loving yourself unconditionally. It's going to give you the creative thought form on how you can sell 5 million pencils in, in the next six months, three months, one week, whatever it is. Because you all of a sudden are in this place of everything is perfect and there's no condemnation. In other words, there's not a, a, there is not a the fruit to any fear in my life. And so if all is well, and I'm not living by what anybody says, I'm not living by what I see, I'm living by my thought forms, which have been perfected through my journaling process, then all of a sudden, again, that creative genius is going to inspire you. And it's going to create the construction and the blueprint for your highest viewpoint for you to journal those thought forms through to the law of attraction to bring the substance of what you're imagining into manifestation. What would you say to the person that's listening today and and they're thinking, okay, I hear you, I, I understand this on paper, but every dollar I've ever earned it in my entire life, I've earned it because I worked hard, because I was willing to, you know, show up early and stay late and be that sort of stellar employee or or, you know, go rogue and start a business, but I've just worked so hard and, and I've earned that money. Um, and, and they say, I can't, I just can't imagine, you know, just believing and hoping for money and, and thinking it's going to show up without hard work. Well, uh, you're, that's part of the truth of what we're talking about. You don't just believe it and sit on the couch and, and uh, wait for the mailman to show up with your $5 million check. That's not how it works. There, there are two systems in this world that absolutely do work. And the one that the first one you brought up, it's, it's one that works. And that's what by the sweat of your brow. That's what grandpa used to say. You pull yourself up by your boots straps and you know the old proverbial I went to school uphill both ways barefoot in the snow all of that well good okay I'm, I'm that's a, that is a, a hard-working individual however the positive choice that we have as kinetic believers it is not some genie in a bottle that is going to just magically enrich you Kinetic belief says that you are moving through action toward the thing that you are attracting, which means that as the genius of your ideas create thought form that you're journaling, you begin creating and, and anticipating and journaling and uh, uh, calendaring actions that are going to take you to places you've never been before. You're going to be making phone calls you haven't made before. Uh, there will be those serendipitous moments out on the corner of uh, downtown street where the person that is going to connect you with the person you need to be connected with is going to just somehow show up. It's the substance of your thought form bringing those opportunities into your life because you're moving. Your belief, the substance to your belief says, I'm acting. I'm going as though it's done. It's already done in my life, in present tense. There cannot be, the way it works in quantum mechanics, there cannot be a vacuum in the substance of imagination that remains without it being filled with what you are believing for. And so when we get down into the quantum physics of how the law of attraction works, you begin to understand that our part in creating a successful life is creating a momentum 
forward toward what we're believing for, everything with a positive expectation, and never stopping to judge our success or failure based on what we believe should be accomplished by a particular meeting or a particular effort. All things are working together for good for the kinetic believer that is only working in positive source energy. You know, I've always been fascinated by the concept of, of if you if you were raised in a wealthy family, that you have no problem imagining yourself wealthy. Because I know that for me, sometimes it is difficult to imagine myself in a specific position. Um, you know, I have to work harder to imagine myself on a private jet if I've never been on one. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a big part of this too, is just, but even allowing yourself to believe the dream that you can be incredibly wealthy and that you can fly private and that you can have any sort of home or heart's desire that you could possibly imagine. Just even being able to mentally put yourself in that place, I think is a huge step for people. Well, and you brought up a good point. A vision board is so important to you, especially to put you into a position that you've not been in before, like maybe on the jet or in a a huge home or something that you are uh, desiring to see come to pass in your life. So that's what a vision board will do. And the imagination is so powerful and athletes prove this and scientists and artists always they've done inventors the first thing that they do is they begin to imagine the themselves in that situation of holding the trophy or in the house or on the yacht or in the plane or whatever it is that you're wanting to do look here's the ironic thing most people get stuck in guilt trips Because they sincerely believe it's the morally right response to have toward personal failure. Mm -hmm. And so they begin, that's part of their go-to. It's in their arsenal of thoughts. They're going through life, and there's always the default of guilt. I mean, after all, what could be more irresponsible and, and I'm telling you, disrespectful than walking around with an inspired, can-do, winner attitude (laughs) after you just let everybody down? Yeah. You failed and, you. and everybody, yeah, how dare you? And you're still, you're still holding yourself up like, oh man, I, this is fantastic. And I am really on my way. Look, it's a truly good person. A, a really good person, it seems, would be one who punishes himself or herself after doing something wrong. Mm. How can you not feel guilty about what you just did, young lady? Let me martyr myself because right. of, of what it looks like. We're taught to do that, even yeah. in athleticism. I mean, there's, there's, the world wants to put this on you. Look, I played football when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And I could one of my first memories, and then it was repeated many times. It always came after we would lose the game. You know, we always lost. So I had an opportunity to see what it was like to be part of a losing. <laughs> you know, we had the losing score. Wow. And so our co- we had a coach that would keep us in the locker room. Or actually, we'd go into the high school auditorium, and we'd just sit in on the floor until mm-hmm. 2 in the morning. And uh, he would make us all sit there until he felt like everybody was crying oh over goodness. the loss of a game. And, until oh. everybody was just as low as they could possibly get. So helpful. That was... But that's why we continue to lose games because that was the expectation uh, for losing. So, but that's what we would do after the loss. But the logic makes sense. But here's the thing: it's flawed. Yeah. The for starters, being self-confident and being inspired, uh, and and becoming on fire as a, a positive law of attractor, it doesn't have to take the form of rubbing your enthusiasm in someone else's face. You know, and and going out here and spoiling everybody else's bad time. Because what happens is if you do that and you afflict somebody with your positivity, they can turn it around on you. And now there's a battle of will until they tear you down and wear you down and take away what you're, you know, you're, you're standing on and believing for. But you can still feel inwardly motivated while understanding and respecting the fact that other people are upset. Let them live their lives. Let your family live their lives. Yeah. In other words, don't vicariously get involved in all of this stuff that all of it's because of what it's going to do. It's it's getting the password to your bank account and the five million that you're holding in there is going to be two million by the first of the year <laughs> because you've been communing with the negativity and yeah. the negative energy and the negative source. That's all I'm trying to say here. 
Yeah, that's a wonderful point that you have to watch out for that. I always think of our energy and our our energy levels and our thoughts as sort of like, you know, the bandwidth for your internet. You know, you can always you you can only bring so much data into your computer at a time. And so if you are expending a certain level of your of your energies, your mental, your spiritual, emotional bandwidth on family or people or whatever, I mean, you only have so much to give. So it's a distraction. If you're going to sell, if you're going to put five million dollars in the bank and money that you don't deserve and you're going to do it by (laughs) selling pencils then this is the way you do it because you've got to stay away from negative influencers it's going to be up to you who has access to you remember when you unconditionally love other people their responses are none of your business let them be them don't feel like that oh you got hold of something and you need to go in there and improve their lives because you're going to battle and it's going to take some of the virtue that you've been working on for yourself it's going to rob you of that at the end of the day. Here it is. Look, imagine walking into a funeral for a complete stranger. Your life is going well and you're in a supercharged, excited, happy, joyous, peaceful mood. Everything is going great, but everyone at the funeral is sad. Well, you're not sad, but everybody else is. Now, do you run around smiling and laughing while trying to cheer everybody up? Come on, you know, you look gloomy today. Let's let's go, let's go, oh let's go. Gosh. Do you do that? Well, of course not. You, <laughs> do you engage in this, you know, a bunch of happy-go-lucky talk about how awesome your life is to everybody there? Well, of course not. Because you have respect for the moment and what it means to others. And so you conduct yourself compassionately and considerately while remaining grounded in your own internal sense of well-being. And the same is true of remorse. You don't have to put on an exaggerated display of guilt-ridden sadness just to establish the fact that you mean business. Because the fact, in fact, the, the kind of behavior um, that usually it's, it's going to have the opposite effect. When you engage in some kind of melodramatic performance of, you know, woe is me, oh, poor little old me, people might begin to wonder if you have the stability and, and actually the resilience to become a leader or to, to lead the team or to own the company, to, to be the successful, whatever it is. So by making the whole issue center around how bad you feel, well, you missed out on spending uh, time today from your highest viewpoint, the thought form that all of your good imaginings are going to be bringing into your life, successfully working the law of attraction. You have gone and success, successfully diverted all of that attention to be spent on coddling and comforting you. That's manipulation. So we're moving our lives away from all of that. We're not manipulating. We're not giving access to manipulators. We're not going to be involved in any negative type of stimulation by negative feelings. Um, they, they always go back to the beginning. It's a natural default. I don't think there's any, any single person that um, doesn't know what a negative feeling is. So we're all going to be working at completely undoing those and being led by those emotions and feelings. Wow, I feel like everything you just said just now, it's almost as if it's just this next level. I feel like we were shot out of a cannon just then. It took us from focusing on this money, sort of this baseline idea, and then it catapulted us into this overview. Like you said, it's that highest viewpoint where you're not forcing your ideas on anyone else. You're being respectful of their place in life, what they're believing for. And also, as you're doing that, it, it keeps putting that focus back within you. I love that. Right, right. It just keeps putting it back within. So that means that let people do what they want to do. Let people be what they want to be. But you're not going to participate in the toxic. You're always going back within. And that's next level. I mean, that, and that's totally next level. And it made me think, too, it, it really, you have nothing to prove. That's, what, that's the headspace. You don't that need the trophy. That's right. You don't need to deserve this anymore. We're moving away from the merit-based system. I don't need awards. I don't need to prove anything. And in my mind, it also takes away that 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 sort of burden of seriousness. Mm. Yeah. Because right. for me, when I get real serious, I get stressed out. And my creativity plummets. And my I have a litany of horrible ideas. <laughs> and, you know, it just sort of makes you out of whack. It gets you out of your flow. Because mm. you are ab- this absolutely puts you in a flow. I mean, you're going to be you're gonna be on the fast track. Oh, isn't, it, isn't it amazing how easy it is for all of us just to, all of a sudden, just be negative oh, and to be manipulative yes. through uh, negative emotions and feelings? Do you remember, it was a couple of years ago, we were out in West Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. And, uh, in fact, we were over in... 
uh, Lake Hebgen area where we had hiked up. We had hiked up to the back of a mountain, mm-hmm. no trails. We were looking for Coffin Lake. Remember that? Yes. We went, we went up there looking for Forest Finn's treasure. Oh, we yeah. had heard that, you know, uh-huh. that was the area it was in. Yeah. And, and, oh my gosh, the amount of evidence of grizzlies. Well, I was going to say all area. we had was some water and some bear spray. That was about it. It was unbelievable the amount of, and especially we heard later how many grizzlies are oh, just it's infested. And, and people are attacked out there. Oh yeah. These things. But oh, there we, we we're, we're scurrying around in the on the brush looking. Oh, I think <laughs> Forest Finn's treasure. Maybe it's over here. Well, I remember. Anyway, <laughs> I so, came. I came around yeah. a corner at one point, and I remember. I just, I just realized that my eyes were sort of open and, you know, you, it like comes into focus and you realize that you're just in the middle of sort of like nests, oh, yeah. like it's grizzly nests. Well, but we, what did it get? So much oh, fun, wasn't it? But we got back down to the, to the parking lot there yeah. at the lake and, and this little girl came flying down the hill on her bicycle. Oh, yeah, I remember and she's that. probably maybe eight, eight years old, I guess. Yeah. And, and she came to a stop and she just kind of flopped over right there. And yeah. I just saw she sort of laid down easily and her family was up at the hill and she looked up at them and she realized nobody saw her uh, kind of laying on the, the ground there. So she started crying like a, a baby and she started Whoa, and screaming and crying and, and she didn't see me. And I walked over there to her and I said, do you need some help? And she got, no, I'm fine. Like, please go away. I want my dad yeah. to see me, not so, some stranger. But she's doing what all of us learn to do, using those That's negative funny. emotions to, to manipulate and yeah. to get your way and to get attention. And I was just going to say that when you're, when you're not doing that, I, I, I feel like you're, you're telling us it puts you in that position of power when you're manipulating, right. you're underneath everything. That's correct. You stay above it. Do you know where else those, um, positive resources could have gone rather than spending any energy yes. at all, um, being negative and trying to manipulate things. And right. because again, remember negativity is always going to be based in source resourced out of the original source of fear. Oh. And it will bring yes. the substance of decay against you. But rather than doing all of that, your thought forms could have moved toward attracting the genius within for the wisdom that puts millions of dollars into your bank account. Are you kidding me? Instead of relying on some practice, dramatic, declaration and theoretical gesture to prove to others that you really feel bad. I really fell down. I'm here under my bicycle. I'm, I need somebody to help. And, and, and to yeah. it carries yourself with you. You, you want to just lift yourself up and be able to walk high with your chin held high, regardless of what's going on on the inside to carry yourself with confidence and dignity your head held high in, in optimism, which is happiness. As you demonstrate your convictions, your actions, and if you want to begin attracting great wealth, avoid the mistake of equating moods with morality. I'd like to linger here for a moment. I don't want to blow past the point you just made because it's incredibly powerful and I'm not sure that I've really heard it before, that when you go negative in words or thought, it's not like it's a one-sided loss. It's twofold. So not only have you wasted all of this time and you're actually working toward manifesting something negative, but it seems like you're saying that only not only are you manifesting the negative, you have wasted all this time and valuable Correct. words yes, and energy yes, in not it. not manifesting the positive. So, you know, you're screwed twice. <laughs> One step forward, two steps backward. Yeah. And you know what? You are successful in wow. this life, in the land of the living, on a daily basis. Yeah. You're either going to be successful today or a failure today. If you're double-minded, you fail. Right. If you're partly successful and you're partly negative, you fail. You can only be successful by remaining at all times continually, optimistically, uh, expecting the best thing for yourself, not, never considering negative imaginations, ne- negative thoughts, negative news. All those are destructive energies that lead to decay. And I think that really inspires inspires all of us to be extra vigilant because it's it matters that much. There's just there's just so much weight to these decisions, and it can take you in this wildly negative direction. And I and I gotta say, when I do something negative or say or you know, participate in that toxic atmosphere, it's, it spirals almost Mm, every time. So, you know, being, staying on top of those things in this really positive, energetic way within yourself, it's Mm. everything. That's true. Yes. You know what? You're never going to, you're never going to be deserving because of what you feel. Mm, You are never worthy or not based on what they say about you. And so we're back to the deserving part of this again. Your integrity is determined by the responsibility you take for holding the thought form, the imagination for good things to happen. Have you thought of yourself as undeserving recently? 
you know, you just don't think, you know, you're up to, you know, we started the, the, the podcast today by saying five million, but maybe you thought, well, let's just do a million first. <laughs> Or of some kind of failure. Well, from now on, look, remove the thought of deserving or not deserving from your vernacular. Mm-hmm. It no, it doesn't exist. Implode it. Explode it. Whatever it takes, get rid of it. Get it out of your vocabulary. Deserving or not deserving no longer exists. Those qualifiers don't exist anymore. Start right now. Owning your commitment to seeing everything in the positive. All things relating to you in this life and beyond are expanding, and that includes, but is not limited to, your bank account. So I know that we've taken this idea, this concept, to a really high place, a really high level viewpoint, and I'd like to also bring it really down to earth for a second, because I'm imagining someone listening, and they're going, you know, you're talking about a million or five million and all this extra money, and I can't even mentally get past the bills that are stressing me out every day. You just blew it. You just messed up. You just you just messed up because you went negative. <laughs> and that's what we're talking about. So you're not, and I think that's important, uh, that differentiation that you just made. It's not that you are receiving excess. This is just your starting point. That's you right. just This is just who you are. It's a new that's a, identity. That's a good way to put it. Five million isn't excess. It's no more excessive than one dollar is. Yeah. It's all perspective and how you see it. And as soon as you come up with an excuse, you went negative. If you come up with a reason why, or you, you start reasonings, you're going negative. <laughs> if you go, but... You're the, you're done. Start that's over. Right. That's <laughs> go exactly back to right. zero. Yeah. You know what? What is it they said? If if uh, if ifs and buts were beers and nuts, we would all have a heck of a party. <laughs> so we don't do that. I feel like that's probably something you heard in North Carolina. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> that sounds like yeah, a Carolina joke. I think, I think you might be wrong. <laughs> I think I am. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you know what? The I way to it. overcome all this and, yeah. and get away from those negative imaginings once and for all mm-hmm. is you do it through the, the positive experience of kinetic belief journaling. Do it every day. Yeah. You've got to make this a practice because you're continuing the positive thought forms by reviewing it. You're being grateful for those things manifesting into your life and it works. You're moving toward the thing that you are attracting. You might not have the million dollar idea. That's not what it takes. What it takes is the commitment because you have as a unique individualistic creator, the genius within you to bring thought form to whatever it is you are imagining, whatever it is you're desiring, whatever it is you're dreaming about. And so overcome all of those negative influences, those negative imaginations by using positive affirmations, grateful affirmations, and speak those out loud. You can't think one thing while speaking another. In fact, let's just do that right now. Okay. For uh, believing for and attracting yeah. $5 million, we're banking that. Okay, let's do my, it. My goodness, it's already, I can see it. Can you see it already? Am, am I turning green? Five million, yeah, $5 million. <laughs> okay. You have banked it, and guess what? You don't deserve it. Okay. How about that? I like it. Let's just say it. Say, I am abundant. I am abundant. I am attracting. I am attracting. Everything I need in life. Everything I need in life. I'm moving Toward. I'm moving toward everything I want. Everything I want. I have a net worth. I have a net worth of five million dollars. Five million dollars. Because that's where I'm starting from. Because that's where I'm starting from. It's fun. It's fun. It's easy. It's easy. Because I'm prosperous. Because I'm prosperous. I attract success. I attract success. Each day of my life. Each day of my life is filled with abundance. Is filled with abundance. I am grateful. I'm grateful for the amount of abundance. For the amount of abundance I have. That I have. I am attracting. Money. I'm attracting money. Lots of money. Lots. And wealth. And lots of Into money. my environment. <laughs> and wealth into my environment. I have more than enough of everything. I've got more than enough of everything. That I need. That I need. And it's growing. And it's growing. Prosperity is flowing. Prosperity is flowing. Through every aspect of my life. Through every aspect of my life. The substance of my wealth. The substance of my wealth. Already exists. Already exists. The universe contains the substance of my wealth. The universe contains the substance of my wealth. And my belief and my belief will provide for me. Will provide for me. I attract an abundance of wealth. I attract an abundance of wealth. I attract an abundance of opportunities. I attract an abundance of opportunities. Every part of my life. Every part of my life is filled with prosperity. Is filled with prosperity. Is filled with riches. Is filled with riches. Is filled with money. Is filled with money. Is filled with love. Is filled with love. You got it. Oh yeah. I That's love it. that. Well, what's interesting too is 
that should always be the place we start from, isn't it? The affirmation. Yes. Yeah. Because never forget that the feelings and the ideas follow those words. You're defining yourself. Yeah, because as you were, as I was repeating all that, it became so easy to see myself wealthy. It became so easy to imagine myself in that place with that wealth, with that abundance. Just about everybody goes through life being led by their emotions and their feelings. And the problem with that is, is your emotions change every day. Mm. So if they, if you are emotionally on track and you feel good, then you're going to make, uh, say good things and do good things and imagine good things. But then if you feel bad, well, I'm going to say bad things. I'm going to treat everybody badly and have negative thoughts. We have to get away from as creative uh, beings having a natural experience from being led around by our negative emotions. And like you said, through affirmations, you say these things and let the feelings follow your thought forms. I was going to ask you, I've heard you when we were discussing some other topics, I've heard you mention that you should really say and imagine that you are that thing. For example, you'll, you'll tell us you are health you are wisdom instead of just saying that you have it is that something that you do with um is that something that that you do with wealth oh absolutely well? you're becoming wealth you're not trying to attract it you are wealth and that that is correct look you appropriate to yourself the power to become what you want to be and do what you want to do and you exercise creative energy to attract all the wealth that you can imagine go to that highest viewpoint and begin seeing exactly what it is hold that thought form and don't come off of it regardless of what they say regardless of what you see and what you feel it has nothing to do with anything and all that all things will matter according to that thought form. All the power and all the authority for creative manifestations belong to you. So look for and expect to find ways to move forward kinetically every day in your belief toward what you're manifesting with the expectant belief, the perfected confidence. Consider your life from the highest imagination of the amount of wealth that you see banked in your bank account right now. What does your life look like with a net worth of $5 million? What does that really look like? Not just $5 million, but what does it look like? What are you driving? Where do you live? Who do you live with? What are you doing every day with your life? Where are you going? Where have you been? What does your life look like? Look in a look all the way around you. Don't just look down. Don't look where you're going from. Don't look at the journey. Look at the presence. Look at where you are now and see it from that perspective. And then trust in the substance of the things that you're hoping for to create and draw into your life. Your heart's desired in response to your expectation and never again have any fear. Don't give place to any fear in your life, in your heart, in your mind, body, spirit, or soul, in your health. Don't listen to a bad report about your health because your desires are part of creation, created perfectly, and they represent the desires of your perfected creator. And so all you have to do is to come into agreement. You are the final authority. You have that authority here in the natural. And you just come into agreement with your creator's desire for you. And that is one for a perfected existence. Those are the secrets to manifesting the millions of dollars into your bank account. And you're going to do all of that and maintain it and keep it in its place through the power of gratitude. I love how you were just focusing on the word expectation. Because I've been, I was thinking how when you're working through this process and you're in that flow of abundance and manifesting uh, you know, the $5 million, let's say, um, you should really expect to sort of shock yourself and be amazed because I think our default is to kind of expect the, the us that we're, that we know, that we know and love <laughs> that we're used to, but you should be expecting yourself to, to start generating these amazing ideas that even shock you at how good they well, are. Well, that's a good point, but actually, and the way to do that is, and to do it correctly is to be shocked and amazed at your thought form. Not at when the manifestation occurs, because mm -hmm. that means you're going to be surprised. That means that there was still some doubt that was lingering. Wow, yeah. So do get over it right now. In fact, go into your private corner and create the thought form and then let that shock and amaze you because <laughs> that, that is the reality of the presence of your, your wealth. It has arrived the moment that you have the thought form. It belongs to you. Be shocked and be amazed. Be delighted. Be overwhelmed and get those emotions out of the way because those are the ones that go, are going to 
say, I'm still a little surprised. Mm. So get over that right now. Get into that place and celebrate. Celebrate your victory before it manifests because yeah. that's where it really exists and that's when it begins to come to you. Oh, that's so good. So when you when you get a sense of, oh, that was good or I can't believe this happened or I'm surprised at this, then that means that you need to work on that thought form. Exactly. You need to that's generate right. it, that's make right. it more real. Celebrate it as soon yeah. as you have the thought form because that's when you own it. That's when it belongs to you. That's when it's in your bank account. Wow. Okay. Well, I celebrate uh, the $5 million Fantastic. that's showing up. I am so proud of you. That Thank is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm excited for our listeners. It's showing yeah. up for them too. It is. And do you yep. think that there is that there is power in like group belief? Oh, I think so. And I think that the power that comes through a, a group belief is the um, the power that actually comes from uh, celebrating each other mm-hmm. and building each other up in our confidence and building each other up by um, through the expectations of seeing good things. And so you absolutely yeah. are going to feed off of and be able to uh, grow from uh, the positive influence of other people doing the same thing. And by all means, you know, to be successful at this, you've got to get away from negative influencers, people that are uh, judging and speaking negative things. But yes, find family. Continue to feed on these podcasts. Read the material. Immerse yourself into it. Stay around influencers that are celebrating you and, and edifying you and encouraging you in all of these things. When you say find family, how do you define family? Uh, how do I define family? Yeah. Anybody that's believing like you're believing is family. Mm, I like that. that. It's uh, birds of a feather. That's your family. Choose your family. Family, not blood, unless your blood are they're flying hey. like you're flying yeah. in the same direction you're going. But you've got to get away from people that are not that are forming your thoughts that are a contradiction to what your thoughts should be. I have to tell you that one of my that's one of my favorite things about the master classes because. When, we, when you look within, it's not like you require those relationships to become who you want to be and to be successful, but it sure is nice. Isn't it nice to be around <laughs> people like-minded that are all going in the same direction and yeah. there's strength and there's power in that. And yes, the master class is a great way to do that. Yeah. Make sure you go to our website at kineticbelief.com. Check out the calendar, the schedule of events, and uh, schedule your, yourself to come to one of our workshops, the master class, where you we work with you on becoming a master of your own universe universe and speak into your life and uh, we all kind of get on board with where you are and some of the things that you're going through now and I walk you through it. In fact, it's a guarantee that you will not leave the same way that you came. Absolutely. And kineticbelief.com. We're adding new things on the website every single day. Lots of really beautiful resources. Everything from the 100-day guided journal to worksheets that you can print out to videos, extra teaching videos. Then also make sure that you look for Stephen on Instagram. That's going to be at Stephen Canyon, S-T-E-V-E-N, Canyon, C-A-N-Y-O-N. Oh, we were so glad to have all of you back with us here again today, and we will see you back yeah. here tomorrow. This has been and supercharged. It really has. Thank it's you always so good to see much. you too, Megan. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.